be back and I'll be stronger than ever. Must build jacuzzi. Let's try this for the fifth time. Yes, accurate. It's season two, <laughs> and we're really excited. <laughs> yeah, yes. I know I am. <laughs> yes. It's season two. It is. Of Only the Best, the thoughtful, yep. funny podcast about entertainment, music, and movies, and whatnot. All the whatnot. So much fun with Dan and the treasure of our hearts, <laughs> Timothy James. Oh, thank you. Thank you much. Mm. What a treasure. <laughs> oh, How's you. your months and months been since the last time we recorded? Well, the last time we made an episode. <laughs> there we go. apparently we have to record... An intro five times. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> how's it uh, been? How's it been, buddy? It's been good. I can't remember when the last episode we made was, so I'm trying to remember like the time frame. It's it's been a long time ago. It's been a long time ago. Well, that what, have, long... what have you been into since then? What you've been What you've been doing? Ah, uh, working, but that's boring and stupid and lame. Yeah, nobody likes. Me no work. one likes. Tell me work. the Tell me the non stuff work stuff you've been doing. What have you been listening to? I've been listening to. Quite a bit of metal, as always. Basic mm-hmm. Tim. Buddy. I wish you would have been here. Uh, in a couple of weeks, we're going to have an episode coming out with uh, Gabe Miller, an EDM guy. Mm-hmm. We talked metal for a few minutes, and I wish you were here. Tim's not going to be on that episode, no. or not on the interview part. I wish you would have been on there. Uh, Sad yeah. times. Anyway, what have you been listening to? Uh, you know, a lot of uh, Norma Jean, a lot of O Sleeper. Mm. Norma Jean's album was fantastic. New O Sleeper's new album was all right. <laughs> Aw. So Norma Jean beat him, huh? Oh, yes. Norma Jean. We'll have to do an episode beat, on the new yes. Norma Jean record because it's pretty dang good. For no spoilers. Sure, yes. No spoilers. Anyway, today we've got an interview. I wanted this to be episode one. So I, yes. I kind of, you know, I made sure this was episode one because it's so dang fun. Yes. Um, Please don't scoff. It's a ska band. Ska. I like. <laughs> <laughs> that was a totally on purpose joke. So I like ska. Yes. I really do. Every time I tell people that, they roll their eyes or something, or they laugh. But it's just fun music. The other night I had someone say, I just can't take ska seriously. And I was like, you're not supposed to. You (laughs) know what I mean? You're doing ska wrong. You're doing ska wrong. (laughs) But uh, we talked to uh, Must Build Jacuzzi. Yes. Super fun band. Yeah. They're really rad. Um we, we we talked for quite a bit about a lot of different stuff. It's a fun conversation. Yeah. Can't wait to get in can't wait to get into <laughs> it. I can't weigh. <laughs> you can't weigh anything. I tried those scales that have the two <laughs> the two plates. You know, you know the, like the, uh, the lady blindfolded lady holds. The, the, I tried those. I tried the, the Alton Brown ones with the colo- <laughs> the <clock. kilograms. laughs> No with the kilograms. Uh, I tried I tried the one at the doctor's office with the little pointy thing. I can't weigh. Um <laughs> What about those like electronic bathroom scales that talk to you? I should try that. Maybe if I do that I can weigh. Yeah. No. Lots of fun. Yeah. Um Ooh, fun things. Here's a fun thing. I knew I had something to talk about. Yeah, here we go. Um uh, there's going to be a link to a playlist for this episode, and there will hopefully be a playlist for every single, at least music-flavored episode mm-hmm. of this podcast. And I'll link up the Spotify uh, playlist there. Um, in the coming weeks, I'm hoping to have YouTube as well. I was setting up a, a YouTube channel for this podcast, mm-hmm. um, but then I got lazy. <laughs> and 
I realized that I wanted this to come out sooner, mm-hmm. and so I'm just going to have to make the YouTube stuff later and have this out. So uh, just stay tuned for that. See, somebody was talking to me about the uh, the Facebook page the other day, and they're like, what? why do you have a dead Facebook page, and why is it still in the outros? You know, you know mm-hmm. I'm just... I hate stuff. I love this podcast. Mm-hmm. I love making it. I love yeah. recording it. I love interviewing people. I hate Facebook. I hate the yeah. social media part. I hate dealing with stuff like that. We should probably get rid of it. Maybe. There's probably stuff. See, the thing is, I might just have to take one for the team because I love recording this so much. Yeah. I get a high. Yeah. I get so much... Dude, love. he eats he eats so many Cheetos and Fritos. He 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 takes <laughs> so many. He, you know what he does? O's. Well, it's weird because like he'll empty out a like Lay's classic potato shit chip bag, mm-hmm. and then he'll just put Cheetos and Fritos in that bag. I know. And then he'll just eat that. And I'm like, why don't why don't you just put them in a bowl? And he's like, you shut your drunken mouth, you. Yeah. And I, then I can't finish the rest. This is a family podcast. It's a family podcast. <laughs> it's a family yeah, podcast. Yeah, we can't talk about the things that I say when I'm uh, <laughs> when eating things out of my yellow bag. <laughs> <laughs> On a, off I'm his sorry. podcast high. <laughs> what? Off your podcast high. When you're. Uh-huh. You only eat stuff out of yellow bags when you're on a podcast high. I know. Uh, man, is that it for the intro? Should we, I should guess. we pour, pour right into that uh, sweet, sweet interview? Yeah, I, I, I think so. It's a lot of fun. Oh, I'm, I'm excited for this season. Yeah, too. it's good. It's going to be good. Uh, it's going to be good. Hey. Dare I say better than the first. I, I dare say this will be much better than the first season. I hope you guys enjoy this interview. Let's get into it. And we're with Must Build Jacuzzi. Oh. An amazing ska band that I'm sure we've already introed. <laughs> Probably. Uh, my name is uh, Ben. I play the trombone in said uh, ska band. And I'm Caleb. I play the guitar and sing. And I am Josh, uh, Caleb's brother. And I play trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be too hard to differentiate our voices, probably, since we're... Aww. Since Since you guys are brothers and you sound the same. Mm -hmm. uh, Our our listeners are used to that. Uh, (laughs) One of you can just slip into a higher octave if you want. I vote vote Josh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, why don't you let us know uh, where you're from, first of all? Oh, boy. So uh, (laughs) where we're we're originally from. Caleb, I'll let you tackle that one then. you're, You're one of the founders. Yeah, so <clears throat> I'm assuming the question's like where we all where we all met, you know, where we are from. Uh we all met in the central Illinois city of Peoria, Illinois. The River um, City. The oh it is it? Yeah, the the River City of Peoria, Illinois. So. And um Josh Bill, our bass player, um we all met in high school um and started the band in high school. And we had a few different, uh, we had a different drummer at the time, a um, couple different horn players. But then I think we put out, like, we were looking for a trombone player, and we're like, <laughs> and Ben got a hold of us. Or I don't remember how exactly that happened. I, yeah, I was, I just uh, just messaged him, basically, is what it came to be. And because we were all from Peoria in the area, it just kind of uh, came to be a thing. And so we just say we're all from Peoria. Mm-hmm. Although yeah. now we're very much in different parts of the United States. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll clarify this now. Not every member is here on this interview. 
Yes. So not just a three-person ska band. <laughs> can't have that. Can't just have a three-person. Un- unplugged. Five, yeah, they're... five to six minimum. <laughs> yeah, you've it. got half the MBJ crew is here. I love it. Yeah. So uh, for the first for the first question question, I would love to know who nailed down the name. Because honestly, genuinely, <laughs> the name is why I found you guys in the first place. <laughs> I saw like one of those spam emails I, I get from uh, IndieVision, and I was like, wait a second, that's a Muppets reference. Who is this? Whoa, oh, yes. You, you knew it right off the bat? I knew oh, it right off the bat. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, you are uh, you're top tier then for us. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that is, is rare. That, that, that's some, some dang deep, deep stuff. <laughs> but... Okay, so I guess I'll say since we, I mean, I guess we'll just say it. We you used to have, we, we used to have, um, we went under a couple names prior to Must Build Jacuzzi. <laughs> I think the, <laughs> the first iteration were, were for the win, but then we found out that was some Dutch indie rock band or something that were like, oh, we, we can't do that. And then, you know, <clears throat> we're you know, young and dumb at the time. So we're like, oh, all ska bands have to have, like, tones in their name. You know, there's the OC Supertones. <laughs> so we're like, all right, we'll, uh, we'll be the Pone Tones. Like, not the Pone Tubes, but Pone Tones. We're like, that's a bad idea. So then um, we were that all... Was at an official name. It was just... Uh... Yeah, that was an idea. We never played a show and actively... Never is it recorded anywhere that says "Hi, we're the Pone Tones." So that technically, Actually, doesn't... you guys, can you guys take that voice clip right there and just that you just said and, and loop that? It doesn't, like... it doesn't exist. So anyway, we were uh, we were all at Bill's house. Like we would get come over to his house pretty often and just watch bad '90s movies. Like he's got a whole collection of just like really bad movies we found at Goodwill mm-hmm. and stuff. But we all we actually. We all love the Muppets movies. And then we were watching Muppets from Space at his house at the time. And when Gonzo did the scene where he's like, must fill jacuzzi. And we're like, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds pretty cool, right? Yeah. And, and our initial, our drummer at the time really hated that name. I remember he was just like, I don't know, guys. <laughs> I don't like it. But I'm so, glad you lost. That's our decision, and we're sticking to it. <laughs> I love it. I love it's, it. Yeah. So, um, uh, th- just today, I was scrolling through the YouTube, seeing if I could find anything on you guys that I hadn't yet. <laughs> and I, I noticed, uh, I, I clicked on your video from uh, Audio Feed this year, and I, I've never seen you guys live. I just found out on the internet. Mm-hmm. And it looked like a pretty dang fun show. You guys put on a really fun show. Yeah. Uh, Something something I was wondering about, as someone who's on the, uh, what I would call, I hate using the word alternative, so I would <laughs> I would probably, with your permission, use use the term off center rock. Yes, sure. Yes, I've we'll never take heard it. Off center, but yes, not it, not the norm. How would you feel about the statement that within the overall umbrella of off center rock these days, there's not a lot of fun left. Yeah, I would uh I would certainly agree with that. And and our fun, a lot of our fun is both uh on and off stage. I mean, we are we're absolutely friends first and we have a good time, but speaking from a musical standpoint and performing live, a lot of the fun derives from or that we have on stage 
and from what's happening in the audience is totally comes from um, the people that are there. You know, if we're playing our music and they're having a good time, um, we're absolutely receptive to that. But that in and of itself, you could have a crowd of five, you could have a crowd of 20 or a crowd of 100, no matter what, you're bound to have fun um, as, as long as everybody is. You know, we're, we're totally on board with that. And we, we, we are sad to say that we don't see it a whole lot, you know, but uh, it's just the way it is. Scott's just a fun genre inherently. Mm-hmm. I think for me, <clears throat> like nothing against like other genres or anything, but it kind of <laughs> just depends on what your, uh, what your goal is as a band, I guess. Cause a lot of, you know, I guess you could say in, you know, indie kind of rock, you know, emo, whatever umbrella you want to call it. Um, you know, a lot of people, they're, they're really writing just like from the heart lyrics and it's not so much about the stage presence and performing. It's like, you know, a lot of people, people can connect with songs in a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you kind of see the, like, you go to shows and you see the hands in pockets and the kind of this going around when the band's playing. And if that's what they want to do, then that's completely fine. That's cool. But like one thing that we've always wanted to do and kept a big priority of our band is just to make sure that like, like Ben said, just people are having fun. Uh, like we, we just like to bring the energy. And also like Ben said, like, even if there's just a few people, I consider a good show when like, even if there's just a couple people in the crowd, if somebody says like, I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I think that's that already sold it for me. It like if we, can, if we can introduce somebody that you know either hasn't heard of ska before, or if, if this is their first, you know, like live show. I know we get a lot of people saying, "Oh, I, I don't really like ska that much, but I like you guys." <laughs> I was like, we we just write the music that we want to play, and mm-hmm. we don't really think so much about the genre i guess it's just more of here's a song that we came up with this is what we want to play we think it's gonna you know go over well so yeah you can't really take yourself seriously in a ska band (laughs) doing something wrong (laughs) i love it i i do believe i saw a kilt on stage and on youtube and i i love that oh yeah that that was our our boy kirk yep Shout out to Kurt. Uh, he is, is yeah. This... He's our uh, he's our Boston for sure. <laughs> I love it, and I, I love that attitude. Um, as 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 someone, you know, kind of kind of within the the music scene, as someone, I would probably call myself more of a curator type. But mm-hmm. to hear that attitude from from people who are making it, you know, ma- making art, I, I I love it. That that really makes me feel good to hear you guys talking like that. Oh, yay! That's what we're here for, Dan. We just want to make you feel good. That's all it is. We're here to make you feel good and talk about ska. I love it. Yeah. My favorite people. Aw. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to let him ask a question so I don't be a hog of time. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I, I was wondering, do you run into a lot of people who have never heard of ska? Or do people, like, most of the people who's coming to your shows, do they know what they're getting into? Hmm. That seems like... That is a very good question. I can definitely say very early on, like while we were, cause we've been a band for a long time. Like we did start in high school and we're all in like our mid, like later, mid to later twenties now. But definitely in high school, it was a lot of, I don't know what Scott is. So it was kind of, you know how it is. It's like you're, you're playing a show at the local venue and you're inviting all your friends in class. You're, 
trying to say, Hey, come, come see us play, you know, come to the show. And they're like, I don't know what Sky is. And they were like, <laughs> trying to explain it. I remember one time, I remember one time I told somebody it's like Ska with horns. And they're like, so you guys were like Scott? devil horns? You're like, so you guys were like horns on stage? We're like, no. <laughs> but yes. Ben has a really good story. Oh, it's not even, it's not even good. It's kind of good. This was, this was an offstage, um, incident that I had. Cause it is, it's hard to explain Scott to somebody. I guess it's never really heard of it. Um, I would say at our shows, most people do. Um, there's been maybe one or two instances where someone has been like, it's like, oh man, I've never heard a punk rock with horns. And I'm just like, yeah, it's pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and us running around and looking like fools. But, um, my outside experience of someone that's never played or never heard of Ska, I was getting my hair cut and it was a total impromptu thing. I was just like, I'm super shaggy. Like we have a show tonight. I don't want to look like some, some goob. Um, and so I went to a local barber shop and this, uh, this woman was very kind and she was doing my hair and just making conversation as barbers and clients do. And she asked me, she's like, oh, what kind of, you know, what are you doing tonight? I said, oh, I got a show XYZ in this location. And he goes, oh, what kind of band is it? And I knew right then and there, like that was the rabbit hole. And like, I don't know if I could dig myself out. I'm like, oh, I'm in a ska band. She's like, oh, what's that? And I'm just like, oh, I like, I knew I just, I had this inkling that she, she just did not know I could even try to explain. Hard to explain ska to normies. It's so hard. And I was just like, it's kind of like rock but there's you know some horns and some punk she's like oh like like kid rock and i just i was gone i was like there's no pulling her back and i was like yep and i yep. just had to agree like there's there's no there's i mean we've heard we've gotten some like oh like you too and i'm just like what like there's it's beyond me but um to answer your question i guess as far as a show uh format is concerned i don't know it's 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 hard to say. I, I think most people come to the ska show to listen to ska, but if it's a punk show and you throw in some horns into the mix, I don't think that they're too disappointed. If anything, it's a bit of a shock to them, and maybe they're inclined to learn more about it, which is uh, certainly a circumstance we've witnessed as well. I, I say you come for the punk, stay for the ska. <laughs> That's good. I want that on a sticker. You guys need to uh, that, that can be the next... Sure. There's, there's yeah, we'll work on that one. MBJ, come for the punk, stay for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I love it. So uh, I'm going to ask the podcast Kiss of Death question. Most of them are done. I'm going to ask about influences, but I, I'm pretty sure I could probably guess your Sky influences. Probably, you know, every, everybody's favorites are Supertones and Insiders and, of, of course, Spy of Iron. But um, yep. there, there's a lot of non-Sky influence in your music because, of course, it's punk rock and... You guys like to scream. I've I've seen you guys call it ska core or whatever. So, what kind of non ska influences do you say run deep in your songwriting? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll cover it because I usually for songwriting, like our bass player Bill and I generally write the songs. Like we'll each kind of come up with our own ideas of songs, and then when we get together for practice, then we'll kind of hash it out and like I'll record some demos or and stuff of things I got going on. But I would say for me, like I definitely, you know, love hardcore and pop punk, you know, Mm -hmm. bands like the story so far, the wonder years, like some, you know, emo bands too, like American football and just Mm -hmm. all those just like pretty much anything that's just heavy just like sounds fun, is fast and loud. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, the uh, I can say 
the the guilty pleasure band that I like that isn't very punk is I in high school I like got into Fallout Boy Fallout Boy yeah and like I definitely would cite a lot of their especially their earlier work as being influences mm-hmm. um so but yeah I mean pretty much just anything that's fast loud and fun I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just um, I'll, I'm Caleb's with the songwriter here, so that is 100 percent him. I just uh, he brings it to the table, and I'm and I you know the influence is there. Obviously, I mean these were the same bands that I listened to in high school as well, so it's nice to kind of have that have that connection, I suppose. Um, but yeah, that's that sounds about right. Nail on the head. Yeah, well, I think one band specifically that is really like that I I found out about you know quite a few years ago. They're called We Are the Union. They're oh, just baby. like. They are a very, very good. They're like the band that we were like, that we did take a lot of influence from because they're super loud, heavy, fast punk rock with, uh, with horns. And, yeah. you know, and initially, I thought that like, you know, I started out listening to bands like Less Than Jake, Real Big Fish, Five Iron Frenzy, mm-hmm. which was kind of the more like, I guess you could say like 2000s style of punk mm-hmm. or like pop punk stuff. And then, you know, you see later in the, 2010s you hear like you know four years strong mm-hmm. um just all those kind of i guess uh like man overboard wonder years all those kind of new wave of pop punk that's kind of adds the chugs mm-hmm. and like kind of heavier and i we 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 love putting just like dumb breakdowns in our songs <laughs> like a lot of the really old deep cut songs that aren't in the internet anymore like we just be like, oh, let's let's just put a breakdown here if it doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> and then roll with it. A couple like bands I would also say kind of influence a few songs on the on last place anyway, or like um, <clears throat> the Chariot, like Norma Jean, like the Devil Wears Prada, kind of those like metalcore dissonant bands. Like I love the like chaotic. Like we saw the Chariot at Cornerstone. I think it was like the last year that they played or something like that, but like that was definitely very like super awesome to see. So I guess in terms of horn parts, um... <laughs> oh yeah, Josh writes, Josh writes the horn parts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess you could say jazz is a pretty big influence. So mm-hmm. the whole uh, school academic system, uh, you know, playing jazz and all that. So. Went through college playing in jazz bands, learning how to solo and all that. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, just being a horn player and knowing some jazz to be able to know what you're doing when you're uh, mm-hmm. solo. So, it's a little bit of that. Some uh, Dizzy Gillespie. <laughs> <laughs> I like jazz is underrated these days. Well, the, uh, a couple weeks ago, one of my friends was playing some. Some metal, I have no idea what it was. And I started doing my mouth noises completely, like, perfectly note for note along with the guitar solo. And he was like, how are you doing that? I was like, I just listen to jazz enough. <laughs> the universal excuse for all things musical. Yeah. I just listen, look, man, I just listen to a lot of jazz, all right? <laughs> That's awesome. Or you, or you can just play, like, complete atonal music. <laughs> it's freeform jazz. <laughs> That's what Sky is. It's freeform. Besides, I don't get jazz. <laughs> Patrick Starr tells it. I guess another influence in my 
music writing would be video game music. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah we're we're pretty big. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we are working on yeah. writing a, a a concept album that's all covers of Kirby songs. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you gonna be adding lyrics? No. Oh <laughs> man, that would Kirby songs a... need lyrics. That's all we need. <laughs> if the people if the people want it we'll provide that, that that's what we want, that's what people <laughs> want. all right sold <laughs> i am the people and that's yes. what <laughs> i can't argue with that all right tomorrow so yeah <laughs> uh i'll give tim another question because i'm a yeah. fair Bring sure. on. uh well i I didn't. Was that your only question? No, it's just my question. Didn't really, uh, uh, want it done? Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Time to roll. Yeah, one take. My questions didn't really lean towards songwriting, so I don't want to like lean swerve oh, well, us back if we're. Well, what was? <laughs> well, it was like this is kind of just a a little bit. It's very similar to my first question. Who does come to your shows? Not like that's not like <laughs> nobody. No one. <laughs> I like that. Well, it was like I, I was wondering if it's like uh, rock kids who like like the different, the weird stuff, or if it's like people who are a little older, like your age, mm. older, like are and they're oh, like, like this. oh, I'm I so know, sorry. I no, no, I she doesn't mean it. Trust me. <laughs> no, that's that's kind of hard to pinpoint, just because. Like, you know, a couple of years ago when we were when we were all in Peoria, we were playing local shows much more often. Yeah. And the, we would kind of see the same. Because, like, in Peoria, we have just, like, such a big group of friends that are also in bands and just friends that we've always, that we've met coming to the shows and everything. So it's kind of like we started out just playing shows with our friends and, like, you know, they'd invite their friends from high school or college or whatever. And, like... It would just kind of grow that way, and just as we're growing up, like our friends in those bands are growing up too. But um, like for like out of town shows, it's kind of hard to. We definitely do just get a lot of, I guess you could say, age diversity. We've had some older, like older people tell us that they like our music. Which, you know, that's, we're, we we haven't written our like rock and roll Budweiser dad cover album yet, so Working like you know too. we always we always used to feel really awkward playing in bars though, mm-hmm. like especially early on because there there were a couple shows before where we're like ready to party and go crazy and like people are just lined up on the bar you know with their drinks and stuff we're like oh it's, it's whatever grinding on Kitty yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a, I think there's a little something for everyone. Yeah, I think we, that's the, we've that's had the... young kids too, like you know, you know, either high school or like, you know, junior high. Like we had a, like after audio feed some years, like we have some people come up to us that are, you know, that range in, you know, age and, like we, yeah. just think that uh, there's just a little bit of something for everybody in, mm-hmm. in our music. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Sky knows no age. Appeals mm-hmm. to all the masses. Well, most of the masses. Some of the masses. Yeah. But we, the smartest masses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we always get, niche. I mean, we, we played like, I guess it's the thing too, when you're playing like, like if you're advertised as playing an all ska show and you're mm-hmm. on, 
with other bands, there's always like, you know, there's kind of what other people see as ska, which, you know, we're, we're not like the traditional ska, I wouldn't say, you know, like the toasters or the specials. It's like some people, you know, when they hear a ska show, that's what they want. It's mm-hmm. kind of the like, you know, steady, you know, really easy kind of skankable music, which we love. Like, I love that kind of stuff. It's just, that's not the kind of music we write. I remember one time we played a ska festival and like, I mean, the reception was great. Everybody loved it. But then on the Facebook group, there was like mm-hmm. one guy that just commented like, Oh, I thought this was a ska fest, not just like a bunch of garage rock. <laughs> they were, I don't think that was just referring to just us. There's some other like punker, punkier bands on the bill too, but it's just, you know, like you said earlier, Scott is just such a really big umbrella that there's so many like mm-hmm. sub genres that can really fit in it. So. Yeah. I like that. So I have a little bit, uh, pro- maybe a little bit more of an abstract question. Mm-hmm. I, I like seeing brains and how they react, especially creative brains, people who are actually doing it. Um, so, so you've been a, a band for a while, you know, probably 10 years, I, I reckon, with my maths. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, your first, like, record under the label, you know, label, label of, of Indie Vision just came out this last year. And it sounds great, and I love it, and it's how I found you guys. And it, wow. it sounds fantastic. Thanks, um, but having that record, that way more polished record out, and having that how would you say that's affected your psyche and how you present yourself as a band and how you like motivate yourself to move forward in your art? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's i uh, I'm sorry, Caleb. Yeah, no, go ahead, Ben. <laughs> and you know, well, I think you just said it was, it's polished. It's something we hadn't really produced or done before, you know, we're under this label. So there's this kind of uh, unspoken sense of pride that we had with that. Um, and I'm not going to lie. Like I, my my psyche was affected in a way that was uh, positive in a sense. You know, we don't uh, – this is the first time that we had done it. People got to listen to it. We really put it out to the masses and made it accessible to as many people as we could. And we started getting feedback coming in from it and people were like, yeah, this is really nice. This is really good. And it just – I mean it motivated me individually to really just go further with everything. Like how can we even make this better? You know, I'm, I'm never one to just kind of settle and do the – do the uh, the same old, same old, and, and reinvent the wheel. It's what are we going to do for the next one, and how do we keep going forward as a band, be it in a live show or um, uh, recording or anything. Uh, so obviously uh, we've been kind of separated at this point, but uh, that that does not stop us now. You know, we've been going on, like you said, nine, ten years strong here, and we are uh, just kind of trucking along now. But the uh, the album was a good starting point, especially for us to kind of get our stuff together and really really uh, take this seriously and get on some rad podcasts. So, <laughs> Yeah, I think for me, because, like, <clears throat> I can say from the production side, because I've, I've done all the recording and mixing and mastering for all of our stuff, and, like, way back in the day, I was just the guy that said, we were like, hey, we should probably record sometime soon. So I was, I just bought a, bought a SM58 microphone and a single input like (laughs) computer interface i'm like all right let's do this but then like just over the years i mean i'm far from perfect you know but like i've grown i've just learned it better so like Mm -hmm. when like working on last place like after like when i was actually like mixing the songs like i would always go to josh like josh is the one that like i'll bring him in and like we'll listen he'll be like oh that one part's like 
off. Or that, that one part right there is like out of tune. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> like that's not, like Josh has the like the you know the classically trained ears. Like he knows all that kind of stuff. Like I didn't go to like I didn't go to music school. I just picked up the guitar and figured it out for myself pretty much. But we all <clears throat> we all really do work together when it comes to you know making the album and we can only just try harder for you know the next one like mm-hmm. we're definitely we are writing right now like i've got some demos cooking that <clears throat> be uh yeah oh yeah you know, trying to flesh Hot out spicy. Some, some new stuff pretty soon i don't know when exactly that would be but we just got to take a uh as soon as we're done with the kirby album we'll be I <laughs> Wait for that. I'm actually working on that. <laughs> uh, you should do a duo release with the the Kirby album and the Dad Rock album. Oh, that's genius! Oh my gosh, what a uh, what a juxtaposition of genres. How would you even no, explain? We, we can we can call it so great it sucks. With, like <laughs> Kirby, like inhaling, or, or maybe, maybe Kirby. No, Kirby, we've gone too far. Kirby no. with a trucker hat. Oh, no. Please. Oh man. Boy, that question took a turn. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's got a little bit. My boy Josh, did you have anything to add to that? Um, so I will say that it uh, having an album that polished can be a bit dangerous. Um, <laughs> hearing yourself sound like that, and like, and you get in the practice room, and you're like, oh, we they would. <laughs> Maybe we don't sound that great. <laughs> yeah, because, like, we, we've always, because, our, like, all of our past recordings, I mean, I thought Chugs and Nugs is pretty decent, too, like, recording-wise, but anything mm-hmm. prior to that, like, we thought, we think sounds, like, absolute trash, because, like, I didn't know what I was doing when mixing it. And we always thought as a band that we're, like, all right, well, don't pay attention to our recording. Like, we sound way better live. Mm-hmm. Now, I th- now I think... <laughs> The album sounds better than we do live. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> so now we have something that we actually have to. We actually have standards when we play a live show now. People <laughs> might actually expect something if they heard the album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, uh, I heard the album and I expect greatness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. The bar has been set. <laughs> it's all good, guys. You hear that, Ben? <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just got singled out. <laughs> Look, man, it's like one note. <laughs> no, there's oh, not great. not to throw Ben under the bus, but there's like certain songs that like we you know, on the album even that like we just don't really play live very often. I'll be like, Hey Ben, you wanna play this song live? He's like, No, I don't know how to play it. It's it's <laughs> it, it's 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 a little daunting. It's a it's above a range that I am comfortable with, but uh with practice anything is possible. <laughs> I want that sticker too. So we should be writing these we down. Can, we could do our own line of just like, you know, you see those like inspirational like, art, like motivational with, posters. Oh, yeah. oh, the most posters. Oh. Yeah. Like with yeah. the cat. It says like, just hang on. You know? yeah. But it has to be Josh's cat. We can yeah, do oh, absolutely. Josh's cat. That just skank on. I don't know what he would say. It would say just skank on. <laughs> that's, the, that's low hanging fruit. That's too easy. I had to explain to Tim today what skanking was. Oh, <clears throat> I'm so sorry. See, yes, I see. I he I had to explain to him what ska was. I believe. No, not today. <laughs> not today. Not today. Like, I like think two years ago. 
I think everybody has to be explained what Sky is at one point in their lives, unless yeah. you just happen to stumble upon it. Well, but yes. like, I know like for when I found out about Sky, like it was our bass player Bill who initially like said, "Here, you like this stuff," and then I was like, "Oh, what Sky?" And then I, I think the first, the first Sky song I ever heard was Sell Out by Real Big Fish. <laughs> and then Gold Gold uh Superman by Goldfinger. Mm-hmm. And then Kamikaze by Five Iron Frenzy off the Cheeses album. And I was just like, this is really good stuff. Like, I like it. Yeah. How uh, how surprised were you guys when you like learned what Skank was? Like that it had an alternate definition? Uh you, you know, moderately surprised. I, Under, understandably. It's a scary word. It's a, such a scary word. It is. It is. <laughs> it, it's it has that hard you know, yeah, skank. It's, it, it does. Just, it offends people. <laughs> it does. Yeah, we've we've walked into a a festival before where we were identified as the skank guys because nobody knew what it meant, and it was just a it was a bad time. From like, there was a Christian a Christian festival that won't be named. Just that you know they had to call us prior and say, "Hey, you know, you got that song called Hey Skank. Like, you know, is that about getting girls and you know, promiscuous?" And we're like, "No." Sorry. <laughs> We're just like Are you that's the skank great. boys. Yeah. That's nice. great. Yep. Yep. Skank boys. <laughs> so uh we're 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 at uh just about our, our target time. I don't want to take too much of you guys' time. Oh, I appreciate no. you being with us. No, thanks for having us. This is always yeah, fun. This has been super sure. fun. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Uh before we go, uh I just I, I like to ask uh where is the best place for you guys? For our listeners to purchase your music. Oh, man. Uh, I, I would say head on over to IndieVision Music, uh, mm-hmm. their website. They got CDs. Uh, we also have our Bandcamp, where if mm-hmm. you want to buy it digitally, and we also have CDs there, too. But uh, Spotify, we, yeah. Yeah, Spotify. I mean, that's Super where if, if you want to listen to it, if you're just like, hey, what it, what is this jacuzzi band? <laughs> you can go boys. You can go, <laughs> yeah. you can go uh, uh, wet your palate on Spotify before you commit to mm-hmm. spending a whole, you know, investment of ten dollars to actually buy the piece of plastic that's the disc. Yeah, so. pretty much the standard. Yeah, I love it. Yep, yep. All right, thanks again for being with us, guys. No, yeah, thank, thank you. you. It was a blast. Nice meeting you guys. Tim, we for, we forgot to tell them how much we love them. Uh, r- remember, I love you. Bye, babies! Yep, see, there it is. <laughs>